What's up, everybody? Welcome to What the Funcast, episode 124. Yes, we're here, 124 episodes in. I'm Paul, and joining me is Ahmed. Hello, Ahmed. How are you? Great. I'm so glad you have me on the show, and I just realized that the stream has the episode number incorrect. Oh, no. I love that. I'll fix it. Oh, no. Otherwise, I'm doing great. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. Yes. I was like, I knew I'm missing something. I know I'm forgetting something. I don't know what the it is. The way Carla called it out, too? It's all good. Anyway. Y'all, y'all's background said one, two, three. Oh, there it goes. Boom! It's fixed. Yes, today is August 24th, which is ridiculous. Hey, 124 on 24. Wow, look at us. We planned that. 124 episodes ago, we were like, we should do this. 124th episode on August 24th. That'll be fun. The fine. only way to celebrate is with Mr. Cooper himself. <gasps> Little baby. Tell oh them God. what you did, Cooper. What'd you do? Did you poop in your cane? Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> I think he has, like, so it's funny. Well, not really funny. It's sad. Um, but when we first met him at the um, shelter, he, like, pooped. Oh, he's sniffing the microphone. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get it. Ah, what do you have to say? Oh, um, yeah, go ahead. Say it right here. What do you got to say? <laughs> he just tapped it. He's like, <laughs> tap it. Yes, hello. Um, when we saw him at the shelter, he, like, had just pooped and like stepped right in it and we're like oh no and she's oh, like oh no. he just had an accident and then i'm thinking that this is like a chronic thing like he's like the just pooper himself loves to step um, in his own poop just for fun yeah i don't know i don't know but yeah no so he like the couple times we've left him alone like put him in the crate he just like we give him enough space that he's got a little pad for still training him mm. and he just pooped in his crate tonight and i'm like dude what are you doing bud did he wait so you you leave him in the crate when you leave right yeah and we put him in the crate when we go to sleep so there's and, but only two like, times he goes in the crate. The pads are in the crate? Did he poop on yeah, the pad? Yeah, because yeah, he did poop on oh, the pad. Oh, okay, okay. But then, like, he was freaking out, so he's jumping around. So, like, you know, oh. the poop moved. So, yeah, anyway. Poops so on the baby. move. He, poops on the move? He's a baby. He doesn't know any better. So Truly that's uh, He's really good when he's not in the cage. And he, he, you know, he pees and poops outside. That's good. And then when he doesn't, he goes on the little training pad. So we're, we're working there. It's a work in progress. There you go. That's good. That's better it's than... It's funny because, like, the people I talk to, it's like a mix-up. It's like, yeah, some people that are like, oh, well, I, but, 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 I know better than you. And I'm like, okay, like, relax. Hmm. Like, he is my child. So just let me let me be with child. <laughs> let so. me be with child. Um, oh, my God. He is, you know, it's, he, like, looks all cute, but I think he's trying to bite on the cord on my headset. So we really love that. <laughs> he's <sighs> so... This dog. This dog. Is, I love him. Yeah, he's the best. He's a terror, right, bud? Yeah. So he got all washed up. Look at those little yeah, innocent sure. eyes. Not yeah, Mpreg. No. Carla, that's canceled. <laughs> Absolutely um, not. Yeah. Anyway, we'll leave that right there. <laughs> Without um, further discussion. Anyways, besides Cooper, um, what else have you been? Well, has been keeping It's funny. Busy. I was looking I was looking at last week's, like, what I've been doing, and I put Cooper, dishwashers, etc., and literally it's the same <laughs> shit. Like, the, the dishwasher, let me tell you, let me use this platform. Best Buy appliances, their delivery and installation sucks. And I, I'm going to die on that hill. Like, they came like, oh, we can't get it off. What are you doing, bud? Like, we can't get the, the existing dishwasher out. We'll send somebody else out. And I'm like, okay, great. And then Best Buy calls, and they mess it all up. And, like, I was literally supposed to have it done before the end of the week. Best Buy, like, I had to call them four times, and they opened up all these tickets. Anyway, I'm not going to draw on anything. Uh, but they're coming tomorrow to supposedly pull it out. Um, and uh, I don't believe it's going to happen. But they have to, like, saw off the little feet on the dishwasher. All this bullshit. Anyway, we'll see what happens. But I don't, I'll don't. believe it when I see it. Yikes. Um, so... 
Anyway, that's... so we've been without a dishwasher for a week, which is a total first world problems because you know dishwashers are not like a necessity. So you know we've been I gotta washing tell you, plates. I've never had grown up with. A di- I've never lived with a dishwasher in my entire twenty nine years, almost thirty years of existence, and I've oh, it's a it's a blessing. Fine. It's a blessing. <laughs> I mean, we've been fine. Um, it's it's just a blessing. So yes. Anyway, needless to say, hopefully tomorrow the dishwasher get pulled out. And then when I, I was talking to the person from Best Buy, um, you know. They were like, oh, well, okay, so you have the, like, removal on the 25th and then the installation on the 26th. I was like, you really couldn't get on the same goddamn day? And they're like, no, it's going to be in two different days. I'm like, oh, okay, wonderful, great. Just So it's just a, a, a source of frustration. But that's okay. Fingers Hopefully crossed that it actually tomorrow, works out. Yeah. everything will be good. And Cooper's been great. We've only had him for a little over a week, and he's he's getting bigger every day, and his teeth are stronger, and um, yeah. Yeah, he's so. going to be – enjoy the puppy phase because he's going to grow yeah. out of that in, like, two minutes. He literally he literally has, like, gotten bigger. He's, like, his teeth are bigger. Um, yeah, all that stuff. Anyways, so. I guess i got to come visit before he becomes old. Yeah, he's going to be old soon enough. Um, all right, we're going to put Cooper down because uh, running with the theme of yesterday, I still have not eaten dinner, so I'm going to, like, pause myself as we're talking <laughs> and eat my uh, – well, so here, I'll, I'll put my dinner on display. Ooh. I had a cauliflower crust pizza yesterday. So today is the comparison. So Kirkland, Costco, makes a cauliflower crust pizza that's like similar in points to the ones that we usually get. So we're trying mm. out this one this time. Ooh. So we're going to see which one's better. Um, anyway, yeah. So this is this is just going to be a, a shit cast is what today is. <laughs> um, we have a so lot tired. of legitimate good news to talk about this we week, do, We too, do, we so. do, we do. No, no, no. This is going to be me just, you know, shitting on everything. Ah, okay. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lauren's over here dancing and playing with Cooper. Um, so as she should be. I, I said, as you should be. Um, <laughs> dancing with Cooper. So anyway, all right, what have I been doing? So uh, I played a, a WarioWare, the WarioWare um, Get Together, Get It Together demo. Get It Together. On stream on Thursday. That game's a lot of fun. I'm really excited for that to come out. That comes out in September on the 10th, I believe. Um, and then I played some Tetris. I talked about the dishwasher already. I talked about Cooper already. Um, over the weekend, I played Diablo 2 Resurrected, the open Ooh. beta that they had with Logan. Um, and that was pretty cool. Like, you can actually hit, like, I forget what, what button combination it was. It was, like, right stick and, ba- and the back button or something. And it, like, shifts it over to, like, the old style of what like what it used to look like when Logan and I played. Oh, Holy so shit, it's, like, a similar, looked- like, toggle, like the Halo 1 or, like, Halo ODST, whatever. Um, right has right. that toggle yeah nice yes so like uh halo one or halo combat evolved does yeah sorry combat evolved uh, not you, yeah okay. um so yeah it was really cool and i mean it looks great it's uh a game that like in this day and age i don't know if i can get into anymore i just don't have the time to like put into it to like play it's like it's a fun rpg but yeah. i just you know have so little time to play games as it is yes. um so I'm watching Cooper attempt to jump over this gate, and once he jumps over this gate, like my life is ruined. Like it's the only thing I have him separating from the rooms. It's like every day that goes by, he does something new. Like today, he's jumping on the couch. This man has not jumped on the couch. All of a sudden, now we're jumping on the couch. Like all of a sudden, he's the, you know overcome his fear. His legs got longer. Both, I don't know. It's been so, literally a week. <laughs> it, it's literally been a week. Oh my God. So he like he viciously pulled off my sock. Like he is, he's becoming a demon. Oh, <laughs> Relax, no. Cooper. Um, but no, it's okay. He's he is such a cutie, and he cuddles up, and he is he's a very cute dog. He's anyway, adorable. we played Diablo Two Resurrected. Uh, we played Splitgate, uh, which is a free to play shooter. Which is like, if you were to tell me that this was made by the people that made Halo, I'd be like, yes, exactly. That's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. It plays exactly like Halo. It's actually a lot of fun. Um, and I booted up the other night to like play it for fun, 
and uh, we'll have to try it out. It was I had a good time with it. Is Cooper crying in the background? He is crying in the okay. background. Okay, I just hear squeaking. What's going on, bud? What's going on? Are you squeaking, bud? Here, let me get you a toy. Hold on, I gotta get him a toy. He's like, what I've learned. Here, look. What I've learned with puppies is, like, they have, like, the shortest attention span. Like, he'll be crying, and then I'll throw a ball, and he's like, ball runs! And then, <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, but there's some points, like, where he's like, oh, I don't want my chew toys anymore, and just, like, chews on my toe, and I'm like, whatever, if this keeps you occupied for, like, five minutes, I'm fine with it. Right, like, I'll live. It's okay. Right. It's until like, he draws, I'll grow, starts, I'll like, grow another toe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll grow another yeah, toe. Until, I was going to say, like, until he draws blood, like, it's Yeah, fine. if he draws blood, then that's a problem, but, yeah. no, he's been great, and, um... He's he's getting he's getting more and more behaved, um, and you know like when it comes to I see bites on my toes. Um, <laughs> when it comes to shelter dogs, right? Like there's there's a like someone in the neighborhood was like, oh my gosh, he's so behaved for like a shelter dog because they just you know play with other dogs and they pick up bad habits and even as a puppy. So yeah, we got super lucky with him, and um, even if he's trying to eat my toes as we speak, um, <laughs> there's worse problems but, you could have. Yeah, like he's been he's been great. Like he sleeps through the night. He, you know, he's really good um with being quiet. So, it's it's been working out really well. And, you know, there's some shortcomings like you know our little poop episode tonight, but that's okay. We'll work through it. So, <laughs> we'll work through it. Look at you coming into your fatherhood. Oh, I'm so tired. Love to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's like what it's I've really learned just a free is preview. Just, it, Not a free preview. It it's really a very expensive is. It's, preview, but yeah, no, it's a it's a very expensive preview. Still I'll preview. tell you what, though, talking about free and expensive. Now that we got enough shit to talk about, but Petco, talk about a ripoff. So we we what, why are you crying, bud? You want to talk to a man? He's like, um, who's a man? He's like, I met this who? man once. Um, but uh, yeah, so like, talk about a ripoff. We went to Petco. Um, and got like a bunch of stuff or whatever, and we grabbed a harness that literally said twenty dollars on the on the rack. I guess it was on the wrong rack. That shit was fifty dollars for a harness. I'm like, hello. Um, anyway, so yeah, that, like he's probably gonna grow out of, or does it expand? Is it he's gonna instantly grow out of. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. So anyway, nice. uh, we were like kind of rushing a little bit when I grabbed it and like I saw the shelf tag, didn't notice it, and then I was like, wow, that's a lot of money. And then like I looked at the receipt, I'm like, hold up, this is going straight back. <laughs> so. Yikes. Um, yeah, anyway. So oh, if you're getting goodness. a dog or a cat or an animal, don't let Petco take advantage of you. I never retweeted the episode. Oh, Noted. a failure. Oh, same. Um, I didn't do that either. I should. Um, I'll do it after I, Like I, I said, what the shit cast. Okay, go ahead. Why, <laughs> what have you been doing? I've been doing a bunch of stuff. Um, I have actually, I paid for a movie this week because I already you exhausted paid? my three allotted A-list movies for the week. Wow. Which is the first time I've ever done that, like, since getting A-list. So I'm I'm serious about like finally getting through my list of movies because it's gotten insane and I've realized that there's just an avalanche of movies and an avalanche of games too coming out in the next few weeks. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, so I'm just like I got to start now. I still haven't seen The Suicide Squad. You haven't either. I know we have to. Whoever's in the chat that's going to yell at us. I'm sorry for like being an adult. I don't know. Pay my bills and maybe I'll talk. But it's also no longer available in Dolby Amen. and IMAX, so like I have to watch it at home now before it leaves HBO Max, which is unfortunate. I want to see it in a theater, but it's okay. Um, uh, but besides that, I saw The Green Knight, so I did a double feature on Sunday during the hurricane. It w didn't hit New York too badly, it was just rainy, um, so I was like, what better day than uh, like a rainy day to go to the movie theater? So went and saw The Green Knight and Free Guy back-to-back. -back. Um, the Green Knight was a very film it was it was a movie that i saw with my eyes wow, a very film <laughs> yeah, like it was it's not for me 
It's um, it's very. What kind weird. of movie is it? It's I don't know what kind of movie it is. It's billed as an adventure movie, and like I guess that's kind of true. It's like a hero's journey kind of thing. It's based off of this poem, like this Arthurian, 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 um, like King Arthur legend. But it's not about King Arthur. It's about this guy named Sir Gawain. Um, Gawain? I don't know how to pronounce it. G-O-W-A-I-N. It's like Old English. Um, but uh, it's based off of this poem of this guy that like battles the Green Knight, um, who is like, literally a tree. And then a year later, he has to go and like battle him again for like redemption. I don't know. It's like some weird game. So it's kind of like a, a journey. Like It doesn't not make sense, but it also was just like, I never read the poem. I'm not an English major. I don't know what's going on. So like... It kind of a lot of parts just like washed over me that were supposed to like I'm assuming referencing specific like trials or whatever that happened in the poem, but I it was it was interesting. I wouldn't. I mean I don't know if you're an English major and you're a fan of Arthurian legend stuff, then go ahead. It was it was pretty. It was fun to like look at, but so it's interesting that you say that because I think I saw a poster or something. I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. And, like, now that you're explaining this, I'm like, yeah, right. I'm good with not doing that. <laughs> they, they really pull you in. They're like, oh, it's like an adventure movie. And you think it's going to be, like, I don't know, maybe akin to, like, Lord of the Rings in terms of, like, that kind of movie. But, like, it was very artsy kind of. Yeah, I can see this, like, I can see this being, like, shown on a projector in a field on, like, Cook Douglas campus. <laughs> in a field? Um, yeah, something like, like an that. outside movie. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's a very, very art house kind of. I mean, it's an A twenty four movie, so it's kind of to be expected. Um, but yeah, very interesting film. Um, besides that, Free Guy was like the complete opposite, like complete nonsense, like mainstream, like specifically made to cater to an audience of like you know children, basically. Um, but it was good. It was enjoyable. It's I, it's like a cross between the Lego movie and Elf. Um, in terms of like, because the premise of Free Guy is like it's an NPC that's like doesn't realize he's in a video game um, and then slowly starts to realize. Um, so it's very much like the Lego movie, like the, the guy and I don't remember what his name was, um, but like didn't realize that he was a part of like a children's playset. And there was like this whole thing, like an elf, like being like very naive about the world. I'm like, oh, this is the world's greatest cup of coffee. Congratulations. Like it was like that. Um, it was silly, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, and then... Carla and I went to see The Night House last night, um, which is a horror movie that I really enjoyed. I thought it was really good, but Carla was like, eh, I don't know. So, two mixed reviews. I thought it was really, really well done. I gave it a four stars out of, out of five on Letterboxd. Um, Have we vetted Carla's taste in movies? Like, is she is she a <laughs> is Carla alive? For the most part, I feel like me and Carla usually have good taste in movies, or like similar taste in movies, I should say. I mean, good taste to me is if it's my taste, then it's good taste. But um, yeah, Carla wow, <laughs> usually has similar taste in movies. Um, so this was a rare, a rare disagreement, I guess. But I liked it a lot. And then we have tickets to see Candyman on Thursday, which is the new Jordan Peele movie, which looks fantastic. We also booked tickets to see uh, Shang Chi the next Thursday, opening night. You should do that as well if you haven't already. Um, but super excited for that. Um, and then, I do need to do that. Yeah, I'm sure it'll should. be a real, a real hard time getting tickets. I'm sure you'll have no trouble at all in the middle of nowhere, New Jersey. <laughs> um, are there even any Dolby movie theaters around there? Like, uh, you can kiss my ass. I'm genuinely asking: Are there any Dolby theaters in New Jersey? In middle like of Jersey? nowhere, New Jersey. Correct. I can say that because I also lived there for the majority of my life. 
Mm-hmm. And you know right. I'm right. Mm-hmm. I was previously right. stated, kiss my ass. Anyways. <laughs> I will look. Yes, we do have a Dolby Theater. We have multiple Dolby Theaters. Ooh, which ones? And I don't have to climb up 11,000 flights of stairs to get to it, for the record. 11,000 stairs? What stairs did you climb? What? You have to climb stairs. Where? At all your movie theaters. What do you... I mean, sometimes. Uh, don't, tell, the, don't tell me sometimes. They asshole. usually have yes, escalators. They usually have escalators. Like... <laughs> Wait, hold on. Why does... Rita, why does IMAX in New Brunswick have... It says IMAX with laser. Oh, that's fancy. So the laser IMAX is like actual IMAX, and it's usually better. Mm. So like the they have IMAX with laser, and they have Dolby. Oh, I forgot. I forgot uh, New Brunswick got a Dolby theater. Yes. Jonathan Dolbert. Yes, the mm. laser laser projectors are, are like more HDR, basically. They're fancier. Oh. Um, they're like more, they're closer to, like the difference between IMAX with laser and Dolby is very slim. It's mainly the Dolby Atmos audio that makes Dolby Cinema what it is. Yeah. I, I don't understand um, why we still have real D3D, but that's not my yeah, business, I guess. I don't know. They make nice posters. Like, there's an exclusive Shang-Chi poster that's, like, done by real D3D. I'm like, great. Who's watching this movie in 3D? Why? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I um, I cannot think of going to a movie being like, I need to go see it in 3D anymore. Like, that yeah, phase is... absolutely not. I hated those glasses. Like, have it, like, you tilt your head a little bit to the left, and it's like, oh, you can't see anymore. Sucks. I'm like, okay. Thanks. Um, IMAX 3D is good, though, because their glasses, like, you can tilt, and they don't lose their the effect. Um, anyways, besides movies, I did play a few games. Obviously, I played the WarioWare demo. I played the hell out of it, um, which means I just I played it for two hours. It's a very short demo. You get, like, only a limited amount of little macro games you can play before you're like, all right, I'm done. Um, but it was very fun. I'm looking high, or very much looking forward to that game. Um, and then I tried this game called uh, Recompile, which is on uh, Game Pass, and it is a like third person platformer shooter hybrid kind of thing i don't know you're like a programmer you're trying to install yourself on a computer it's a very interesting concept um i don't know if i'll if i'll continue playing that but i was like oh this is interesting i guess um and then i played and beat 12 minutes over the weekend which was a trip um it's the game that i guess is everyone was really hyped for because it's featuring the voice cast of james mcavoy daisy ridley and willem dafoe um, and it's like you're in it stuck in a time loop or whatever. But it the ending got insane. Like I overall enjoyed it, but it was dark. It was wild. Um, I don't know. I would recommend if you're interested. I'm not gonna say who spoiled it for me, but someone spoiled it for me. Someone spoiled it for you. Was it Nuge? Yes. <laughs> oh no! What did he say? Did he spoil it in the chat? Yeah, and then he erased it. Wow. You hate to see it. Well, I'm not sorry. saying I hate Nuge, but <laughs> okay. Cooper has returned now that I'm done eating that pizza. That pizza was, by and large, the greatest pizza I've ever had. Oh, good. Yeah, it was delicious. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm so sorry. I was gonna say because I feel like there would be something that like Lauren would be interested in watching because it feels like an episode of like Criminal Minds or something. Like it was messed up. Um, and like I wouldn't even recommend playing it. I would recommend just watching a let's play of it, like that someone oh, beats really? it within an hour. Because like I don't like playing through it wasn't. Oh, you can beat it within an hour? Really? If you know exactly what to do, yeah, you can beat it very quickly within, like, nine loops. And each loop is, like, less than five minutes, basically. So you can beat it under an hour if you know exactly what to do. Like, you'll miss out on, like, some voice lines and things, like, interactions or whatever. But, like, you can beat it pretty quickly if you know what you're doing. Um, But, like, playing through it, unless you really love, like, puzzle solving, 
it can get a little frustrating. I actually had to look up a walkthrough a few times just to figure out what to do next because I thought I exhausted every option. It's like, well, if you do this and turn around three times, then something else happens. I'm like, how would I have known that? I don't know. So anyway, um, but it was I hate those games that like make you like, I don't know. Oh my god, I'm being attacked. <laughs> that literally make you like go through and walk in circles until you figure out what you're doing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have time for this. It's like a point. You're, and click, you're lucky I like... booted up the game, let alone installed it. <laughs> Yes, it's very Stop much like a like a, a puzzle um, puzzle mystery something or other. Um, like it's a point yeah. and click one of those ga- kinds of games, and you like figure out what's going on. But right, um, yeah, it was interesting. But I would recommend if you wanted to find out the story, just watch a let's play. I wouldn't recommend playing it necessarily, unless you yeah. like that kind of thing. Um, no, I've got plenty to play. Right, and then I've just been like a hundred percenting Hades. Essentially, like I have three more prophecies left to go in that game i am like i want more i'm like yo when's the dlc coming out like give me more the stuff DLC. to do i don't think there is a dlc but i'm like can there be a dlc like i want more but i think at this point like once i've like officially beat it beat it um and have nothing else to do essentially i'm gonna just uh move on to the other super giant games like um transistor and pyre and bastion um so i didn't realize yeah. that pyre was out on uh consoles as well is it? I didn't know that. Yeah. I saw it on sale the other day on, um, on Pyre's the PS5 like, or PS4. It's like the 3v3 like basketball one or whatever, right? I honestly don't know. What's one of them is like a weird like basketball kind of game, but it's like not. I don't know. It's, it's probably Pyre strange. then because, um, yeah, it's not Transistor or Bastion. Transistor or Bastion. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, we're, we're really trying to get comfortable here and failing. <laughs> he wants to play. If you're listening to this... No, he's literally... Look, he's literally gonna, like, just chill. <laughs> he's just standing there. If you're listening to this on audio version, you really should watch us live or watch the YouTube rerun because you're missing some excellent dog content. Um, yeah, there's some good, good dog content here. <laughs> he looks so... He's, he's he like, so stressed mind. about, like, what to do. He's like, hmm. Come here. Should I stand? Should I sit? Should I crouch? He said, should I stay or should I go? <laughs> He's ridiculous. Um, he all right. Is. Anyways, I think that's it for what we've done. Shall we move into the first hot top, a.k.a. you guys did a group watch of it on your stream last night. But Yes. yes the so Spidered. I, spidered Man. The so, Spidered Man. Um, the new Pokemon. Oh, wonderful. You hate to see it. So I'm not going to be able to hear shit. Hold on. Uh, thank you, Cooper, for all that you've done on this podcast. <laughs> he unplugs Paul's um, headphones. Hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> he literally. Okay, hold on. Hold up. Holding. Is this thing on? Okay. Um, Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah. So the new. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll hear you loud and clear. Um, okay. He's laying on the ground. I guess he likes the ground better than my lap. So that's fine. Um, so yeah, yeah. So last night uh, I streamed. Um, the new Pokemon card set comes out on Friday, and for whatever reason, like, my booster box got sent early, uh, and it was shipped out early, and it actually arrived on Monday. Oh, so wow. that was kind of cool. So I was like, damn, I gotta, like, if I have it this early, like, I gotta stream it. Um, so even though I was, like, exhausted, I'm like, I gotta jump on stream and rip this booster box. And I got some really good cards, and it was uh, it was really exciting because, like, you know, the set is still super new. Anyway, as I'm streaming, I'm, like, going through, and I always have my phone perched up on my little stand here, and... Um, let me move this up. Actually, you might be able to see Cooper in the... Yeah, you might be able to see him lurking, so you can keep watching. Um, and I saw that Wario64 tweeted that 
the uh, that the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer was released, and I was like, "Hold up, everyone! We need to group watch this right now," <laughs> um, because as most of you know, the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer has been like, I don't know. It People was, have lost their minds looking for this trailer. And they're like, yeah. there's rumor that there was going to be no trailer up until the movie launched. And, like, it was all these ridiculous things were coming out. Um, and Kevin Feige was like, listen, guys, relax. We're going to release the trailer. Just relax. Um, and sure enough, it came out. And if you haven't watched it, um, you don't, don't want to be spoiled for a trailer, I guess, then, you know, I don't know. Don't listen. But uh, <laughs> it was I know someone in this chat. Carla hasn't watched it. So, Carla, cover your ears for, like... Carla, how have you not watched it? It's a she doesn't want trailer. to. <laughs> she oh. like, is purposefully avoiding it. All right, Carla, turn off the audio. I'll message in the chat when we're done talking about it. Perfect. Um, you've been warned. Five, four, three, two, one. Wait. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to do the, the counting of my fingers, and I messed that up so bad. I was like, <laughs> five, wait. <laughs> no. Four, three, two, um, there we go. But, yeah, so it was. Uh, I thought it was really good. I'm super excited for the movie. It's really cool how they set up... Um, it's really cool how they set up how Doctor Strange comes into play. Yes. Um, and, you know, like, like he, it's ruining his life that everybody knows he's Spider-Man now, so he wants to pretty much rewind time, which opens up into the multiverse. Obviously, we know the events of the multiverse are happening in other series, right, that have uh, that have kind of divulged into that. And then that plays right into um, the end when you've got Doc Ock and, you know, Green Goblin, and we've seen all those uh, leaks and stuff like that, right? So uh, yes. probably the worst-kept secrets um in in cinema, uh, <laughs> but you know, so I don't know. It looks super hype. I'm excited, I'm really excited to see it after uh, what Eternals. So it's Shang Chi in September, Eternals November, and Spider Man in December. It's going to be a packed month or uh, season month. Yeah, season four months. Q four. Yeah, Q4, it'll be uh, it'll be really exciting. So I yeah I like. I haven't watched any of What If yet. I still have to watch all of oh my three God. episodes or whatever, two episodes. I keep forgetting that that show exists. I have to watch it. There's two episodes out, and then another one comes out tomorrow. Yeah, another one comes out tomorrow, yeah. Um, I haven't I haven't watched it. Like, I'm sure it's good, but, like, yeah. I guess because it's not, like, so... Even though it's canon, it's yeah. not, like, so deep in the lore of what's going on with everything, the events of Loki, WandaVision... Um, Falcon, the Winter Soldier, and everything. I just haven't been like, I'm not, like, oh, I'm excited. Like, it, it, I'm excited, yeah. but I have to, you know, find the time. I think that's to, my uh, same, my same reason that I keep like forgetting that I need to watch it because it's not like super pressing. It's not, you know, it's not. It's not going to go on. Not, you're not going to go on Twitter. Yeah, you're not going to go on Twitter and be spoiled from it, right? Like, yeah, it's like okay if someone's like, oh, you know, Captain Carter did this. Like, okay, I'm like whatever. Yeah. Um, also, hold on, let me notify Carla that she's good. Good now. I just told her. Oh, perfect. Um, but yeah, uh, I have to watch that. I keep forgetting that it's out. I'm gonna maybe I'll watch it tonight when I eat dinner. I'm pretty sure that they're not even like long episodes. I'm pretty sure they're probably like 30 yeah. minute episodes. But I think they're like 20, 30 minutes. Um, yeah. And it's like antho- anthology, so like you can watch them in any order. I think. I assume. Yeah. Um, but yes, definitely need to watch that. Oh yeah, they're standalone episodes. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yes, because everyone's like a different story. But yeah. Um, Cool. All right, let's jump into the rest of the hot news entertainment, which we, which we got quite a few things actually, and one that's going to take a while. Um, so, Venom Two. Let me see this goddamn movie. There's rumors apparently. Uh, this one comes from IGN. According to Vulture, there are several inside sources that have revealed that the much delayed, highly anticipated Venom sequel will leave 2021 entirely, even as studios wrestle with putting movies exclusively in theaters. Vulture says that this is likely 
Um, but given the uncertainties around COVID-19, things are still up in the air. Sony has not made any official confirmation, and the report indicates that the company will wait until after the annual CinemaCon exhibition, which is where the Spider-Man trailer is released, um, before making an announcement, if any. If the delay does happen, then Venom's 2022 January release date is currently occupied by the Jared Leto movie Morbius, which will likely shift dates once Venom moves into its spot. Please. I don't even know what to say about this. Like, I think like, if... I, I don't know. We're going to... I think we're going to... Well, I feel a couple ways about this, as you can tell by my stutter. Uh, if you remember with Tenet, right? Um, what's his face? What's his name? Um, oh, my God. Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Uh, Christopher Nolan. My head went to Michael Spielberg. I'm like, wait a second. No, it's Michael Spielberg. Spielberg? And, uh, and Michael <laughs> and Bay. Michael and Bay. Like, no, his name, is, his name is not Michael Spielberg. Um, his name was Michael Spielberg. Um, the greatest mashup of the century. Literally. So, yeah, I think that we're going to start seeing movies that get delayed, you know. Okay, now Cooper wants to come back up. Uh, we're going to start seeing movies that get delayed again That for, like, you know, movies that people or companies feel as though need to be seen in theaters. Yeah, and I think it's also um, they're afraid of doing poorly at the box office like The Suicide Squad because The Suicide Squad is super well-received, but it made, like, barely anything at the box office. So I think right. they want to avoid a similar fate. Um I guess we'll see what happens with Shang-Chi. Like, maybe they're waiting to see... Because Shang-Chi will be one of the first releases that isn't... Like, major tentpole releases that isn't also being released on streaming in some form. Um, right. So maybe they're going to wait to see, like, how that performs. But, I mean, not to be what the depression cast again, but, you know, I was just reading something this morning. It's like, Israel, despite being, you know, having over 80% of its population vaccinated, is still getting, like, tens of thousands of cases a day. And you know, like, Ahmed, I saw that I saw that trending on Twitter, and I chose not to look at it. I'm sorry. And here you are. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, um, so what happened? So they just have a high vaccination rate, and nothing's changing. They have a high vaccination rate, but they're like they almost broke their daily record for cases, like for the entire pandemic. So it's like, is yeah. that all just the people that are unvaccinated? Like it, the story didn't specify, so I was wondering if I was just being like clickbaited, and it's just like to scare you, but like. I, they didn't specify if the if the if the you know tens of thousands of people that are infected are are unvaccinated or not. But like at this point, it's it feels like everything's up in the air. Like maybe the vaccines effectiveness are starting to wane. We do need booster shots because so that's that was the end of the article. Was that Israel's now like they're going to start giving booster shots um, to anyone who's over the age of thirty? Um, start like first and foremost, and then um, wow from there on we'll see so i mean we're definitely gonna need booster shots but i don't know when that's gonna happen or what that you know looks like because i don't think anyone i don't think we're gonna get into lockdowns again um but i don't know maybe we will maybe who knows anything can happen so trying to keep you up here you want to go back down he said he wants to play other stories (laughs) only um yeah it look i mean the bottom line is right it's just that you know we just don't know what's going to happen and and yeah that in all reality that is depressing and yeah it is scary and it is you know i don't know it's selfishly we sit here and talk about delays of games and movies and stuff like that but i mean in all reality not to be like really dark but people are kind of just trying to stay alive right like yeah and you know it's it's sad so yes i guess as much as we joke about wanting to see a movie or you know wanting to play a video game that's delayed for one reason or another um it, it's you know it's one of those things where take the time that you need and we'll get it when we get it exactly like i mean no one's going to die if we don't see venom 2 this year um 
or any of the other delayed games and movies and whatnot that we always talk about. But right. um, it's going to be what it's going to be. There's nothing yeah. we can do to stop that. It's not like people are voluntarily, you know, like staying home and not working as hard as they should be. Yep. So we shall see. But yeah, nothing official yet. But this is kind of um, highly rumored. And I guess I think once Vulture and like that kind of outlet reports on something like this, it usually means it's going to be the case. Cause I don't think that they would report on it if it was, oh. if it was a, uh, not a reliable source. Um, yeah. So I think not that like this is or whatever. Sorry. Cooper was eating a bug and I thought <gasps> he had something in his mouth and I went and it was a bug. <laughs> he's oh. doing, he's doing the Lord's work. He was. And then it was in my hand and I screeched and threw it, but good thing I was on mute. Y'all didn't hear. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> it's literally this house has become a sitcom. Um, so you know it's uh, yeah. I think that this is going to happen, um, and I think that we're just going to unfortunately see it to continue to happen. Um, and yeah. I don't know, you know, like it sucks, but it's what it is. There's not much we can do about it. So we'll see what happens, and you know, it, hopefully the movie is good. And you know, for all we know, some of these co- corporations could be looking for reasons to delay it, right? And like this works out well. well I don't know. Yes. Hopefully. We shall see. I just really hope that Shang-Chi isn't, like, a disaster at the box office because it's only available for... Um, I think if it does, I think Disney will be... Things. You know, I think Disney and Marvel will kind of get in front of it and put it as premiere access or something um, if things get bad. And I know, like, there's a lot of... You know, I think that there's a lot of debacle, you know, with Black Widow and everything, but I think in all reality, and I know maybe people don't like to hear this, but if it's going to save the movie, like, take the route of premiere access because the bottom line is... Yeah, yeah, people are going back to the theaters, but you still, you know, you still have to wear a mask in the theater, right? Um, no, only it's like oh. it's currently a suggestion. Okay, gotcha. Well, um, I mean, I, I, I wear mine, and then like once I'm in my seat and there's no one around me, basically, I'll take it off just to breathe. But right, um, like if I'm in a super crowded theater, I'll keep it on. Which, but right. that hasn't really happened. Like most, all the three movies that I've seen in the past few days, I've been like me and maybe five other people in the entire theater. So. Right. It was fine. Well, it's funny because I just um, checked, like, Shang-Chi on opening night in, uh, I think it was in Dolby or IMAX. And, like, there's a lot of seats taken up, like, mm. for a movie that's coming out in, what, a week or two? Like, that's pretty much what I would expect on a normal Yeah, occurrence. for our Shang-Chi booking, we're, it's pretty packed. Um, same thing for Candyman, actually. Um, so we'll definitely be sitting next to people. But, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. Um, fingers crossed that things get better. That's yes. All, that's all we can yes. say. Fingers crossed, indeed. Get your vaccine if you haven't already. Um... Do you want to take this next one? Sure. I don't know who Ironheart is, but I'll go through it. So well, I can take Ironheart, it if you want. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I can go through the next two. Okay, perfect. Um, so, yeah, Ironheart is going to debut, actually, in Black Panther 2. This one comes by way of Variety. Dominique Thorne, who will star as the superhero Ironheart in her own Disney Plus series, uh, will make her Marvel Cinematic Universe debut in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Next year, Variety has confirmed. Um Marvel, President, or Marvel Studios President Kevin Feige first revealed the news in an interview with comicbook.com while speaking about the upcoming Shang-Chi uh, and The Legend of the Ten Rings film. We're shooting Black Panther Wakanda Forever right now, and the character of Riri Williams, who is Ironheart, um, you will meet in Black Panther 2 first. Uh, she started shooting, I think, this week before her Ironheart series. Um, so Ironheart, for those unaware, like Paul, a.k.a. Riri Williams, was introduced in the Marvel Comics in 2016 as a 15-year-old MIT student who reverse engineers Iron Man's armor in order to create her own suit of armor. Um, with the support of Iron Man, uh, Riri takes on the name Ironheart and becomes a superhero. Um, hmm. So this show was announced like way back when, when they announced uh, She-Hulk and um, 
Moon Knight, I think. Yeah, Moon Knight. And they they really guy. announced like everything, and they were like, "Hey, there's all these shows coming." I'm like, "I don't know who that is." <laughs> or fun that, watching or them that. in 2026. Yeah, right. Um, but so cool. I'm excited for this. That it'll be should be premiering in Black Panther two. I think um, it's interesting because like Wakanda obviously has its own like Shuri as the main scientist, and everyone kind of thought, or at least I kind of thought that Shuri would take the place of Iron Man in terms of like the MCU's like master scientist. But now with Ironheart, you got two of them. So, pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, I, I'd imagine... Yeah, I think Ironheart would... Well, I guess that, like, Riri Williams will take the spot of that, and then Shuri maybe takes the helm of Wakanda. Maybe. Wakandan royalty? I don't know. There's been a lot of... Uh, I don't know. I've seen a lot of articles that are like, oh, it's not going to be Shuri, and I'm like, mm, okay, well, I guess you do you. I don't, I don't know if I believe that, but okay. Um, Who knows? Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Now that I know who Ironheart is, I'm excited. Yeah. So. Yes. All right. You know what else I'm excited about? Captain America 4. It's happening. Uh, so for those of you that may not have seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier, cover your ears for about 30 seconds. Um, here we go. Cover them. Okay. So Sam Wilson has completed the deal to star in Captain America 4. So this comes from Deadline. Anthony Mackie has closed the deal to carry the shield and his first superhero picture in Captain America 4, sources said. Kevin Feige's Marvel Studios keeps his details well under wraps, and it isn't clear whether the movie will involve Sebastian Stan, who starred with Mackie in the well-received Marvel Studios Disney Plus limited series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So super exciting. Um, we all but knew that this was happening um, after the finale happened. Uh, yes. They immediately announced Captain America 4 was happening. Um, and, you know, Sam Wilson donned the shield in Falcon the Winter Soldier. And that was about pretty much his uh, journey to becoming Cap the new Captain America. Yes. Super, super exciting. Um, yeah, we definitely, like, knew it was happening. But it's nice to kind of hear that it's confirmed that he actually, like, you know, penned the deal and everything. And that it's... it's oh, I'm surprised that the deal wasn't already penned before Falcon Winter Soldier. But... Um, very exciting indeed honestly it probably may have happened like a while ago we just hear about it now like it just yeah. officially happens because like contracts like that need to go through a lot of nonsense yes so speaking of nonsense let's go we've got <laughs> disney parks information for y'all so we have got new details about disney genie and disney genie plus so um you all know that we are big uh, Disney World, Disneyland nerds out here. So yes. let's uh, let's go into the new service here. This is a huge one, a huge shakeup to um, the FastPass system. So for those of you that are not familiar, in Disney World down in Florida, there is an option called FastPass Plus. Well, previously called FastPass Plus. Uh, Carla, these alien emojis dancing is sending me to another dimension. <laughs> I um, love them. So... They had FastPass Plus, where you could, 60 days in advance, book a FastPass for your upcoming trip. You could book them for all of the rides, with the exception of any rides that took advantage of the virtual boarding queue, which was typically Rides of the Resistance, um, and that's it. So they're trialing other rides uh, as well with that feature, where like literally like you got into the park, the park opened officially, you hit a button and tried to get through into a virtual queue. Yeah, Something they're going to do that with, uh, with Ratatouille. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's why that's why my brain started to collapse a little bit. Um, I, I knew there was another ride. Um, okay, so there's that. Then in Disneyland, you uh, were able to get paper fast passes, or you could pay ten dollars a day per person and use something called Max Pass. And what that lets you do is book your fast passes on your phone um, without running over to the ride, inserting your ticket, getting a paper ticket, and so on. Um, and that was actually 
a very effective way to get through Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure in a pretty short time span for some of the rides that you know are highly sought after. Um, so all that is no longer. Now we have Disney Genie and Disney Genie Plus. Disney Genie was previously announced at D23, I believe, maybe two years yes. ago in 2019. Yep. Yeah. Um, damn, my memory. Like it's I don't remember the stuff I need to, but the stuff I don't need to, it's all here. Um, <laughs> so you get itinerary updates. It's pretty much like an app. Uh, you get itinerary updates from morning to night. You find all your favorite stuff, and it kind of makes like a plan for you. And it's like, oh hey, like you know, wait times are low at this ride. Why don't you go do this? And you know, it it's like a, it's pretty much their their marketing like their AI essentially. I to think it's help that trip. Yeah, it's essentially going to be from what's being or from what was announced now. It sounds like it's going to be a replacement for both the My Disney Experience and the Disneyland app. But like it's going to be just one Disney Genie oh. that contains everything because. There's this little graphic. I don't know if you, you're looking at it, but um, I posted it in, uh, in our little thing. But so the complimentary service of just Disney Genie basically seems like as has attraction status, show times, dining availability, standby wait times, mobile ordering, uh, restaurant wait list, check-ins, virtual assistant, all that fun stuff. So it's it seems like a replacement for my Disney it experience. It is. It is. It is. And there's something here. Hold up. A new Hold complimentary up. experience. Oh, my gosh. Show me. <laughs> coming this fall to the My Disney Experience and Disneyland apps. No, it's going to be in addition to them. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's coming be within the, the app apps. Then. Got it. Yeah, okay. it'll be within the app. So, um, and then like the juicy part of all of this, right? So there's two options for enjoying the theme park. So, um, oh, for skipping the lines, basically. What? Uh, yeah, I didn't understand this before. For more, even more, and this comes from Disney Parks blog, by the way. For even more convenience and flexibility, there are two other options for enjoying our theme parks through a queue we're introducing called the Lightning Lane entrance that also saves you time in line. Um, and then, so, Disney Genie Plus service available for purchase for the price of $15 per ticket per day at the Walt Disney World Resort and $20 per ticket per day at the Disneyland Resort. Um, Cooper's finally falling asleep. It's a miracle. <laughs> no, he's not. He's playing the ball. Uh, choose the next available time to arrive at a variety of attractions and experience using the Lightning Lane entrance. Uh, you can make one selection at a time throughout the day, from classics like Haunted Mansion to the thrill rides like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and newer favorites like Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, attractions subject to limited availability, which is par for the course because they only have so many fast pass to give out. Yeah. This convenient option is the next evolution of the fan-favorite Disney Max Pass service from Disneyland Resort. Disney Genie Plus will also include Disney parks themed audio experiences and photo features to capture your memories augmented reality lenses for those disney walt disney resort and unlimited disney photo pass downloads for your day uh, if you're visiting disneyland resort which is the same thing as max pass yeah individual attraction selection is the other option available for purchase schedule a time to arrive at up to two highly demanded attractions each day using the lightning lane entrance like seven doors mine train at magic uh, kingdom park and radiator springs racers at disney california adventure park subject to limited availability attractions not included with disney plus uh with disney genie plus um pricing for this option will vary by date attraction and park and will be announced closer to launch uh, Lightning Lane selection will be made on the same day of your visit and can be used across multiple theme parks. Great for those who love the park hopper option. Attractions continue to offer a traditional standby queue or a virtual queue at certain attractions like Star Wars Rise of the Resistance to maximize flexibility. While the FastPass, FastPass Plus, and Mac Disney MaxPass services will be retired, we're incredibly excited about the flexibility and choices that Disney Genie service provides. You can choose from all of our new options, a mix of them or none at all, and continue to have a great experience no matter how you decide to plan your best Disney day. That's bullshit because if it's going to work like FastPasses, FastPasses always 
provide an imbalance to the lines because just of how it's worked, right? Yeah. So I don't I don't know if I believe all that because I mean it's so, great for them yeah. because there's no more free options. So people are just going to be like, you either wait in line or you purchase something. Yeah. So like so yeah, it definitely is a, a downgrade from the existing previous services because like you said with MaxPass, you could still get paper fast passes if you wanted. Um, the only the paying extra was just convenience, so you didn't have to run to a different like across the park to get a fast pass essentially. Um, so this is definitely a downgrade in terms of like now essentially if you want to ever get any you know we keep saying fast pass but now it's lightning lane. If you want to get any new lightning lane access to anything, you have to pay. Um, the way I'm seeing it, it just means a ticket is fifteen dollars more, um, like the ticket price. But or you know twenty dollars more if you're at Disneyland, um, and overall I think it's fine. But I'm also kind of annoyed at the tiering of rides now. So you have like all your regular rides that you can get you know Lightning Lane things for with Genie Plus, but then if you ever want to ride Radiator Springs Racers for example or Seven Doors Mine Train, you either have to like rope drop and run to it at the beginning of the day, or you have to purchase unless you want to wait in like an hour two hour line, which is I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're finally at that point with Six Flags, right? Like, and that was one of the always the big things where it was like, oh, well, Six Flags charges for the Flash Pass, and yeah. Disney doesn't. So, and now we're right at that point where they're both charging. I mean, um, to be fair, this is leagues cheaper than even Universal's offering. Universal, had, oh really? Universal never had free Fast Passes at all, right? They never had anything, but it had a paid thing or have a paid thing. I believe it's called. Uh, it's not called Fast Lane. Fast Lane Cedar Fair. I forgot what it's called, but similar offering but you'd pay like $80 for the day or $100 for the day depending on the day and depending on like crowd levels and whatnot um, and they had like two tiers of it like there's a regular tier and there's like the plus tier that you needed to like get on like the high high uh, demand rides like the Harry Potter rides or whatever or like in this case now it would be Velocicoaster the newest roller coaster um, so that is it's still cheaper than those parks but then again, Disneyland in general is ridiculously expensive. It's like two hundred dollars for a one day pass. <laughs> like, well, that's my that's my point, right? And then like the funny thing is, if you look into this article, it says um, individual attraction selections, pricing for the option will vary by date, attraction, and park. Cooper, you have big teeth. Yeah, um, I assume it's it can hover around like fifteen at most. Or something uh, like that. You know, you say that, and I could totally see them charging like twenty bucks or whatever. But could you imagine? Maybe. Like, it's one thing if we're going to like the boardwalk ride, and you're not paying anything to be on the boardwalk, and yeah, but like you're already paying paid for tickets, but you pay so much hundred and fifty dollars, and it's like, okay, well, why don't you, you know, go through and you know lower your ticket prices? That's never going to happen. We're probably going to see the tickets go up again further, and then on top of it all, we're in the middle of a pandemic where you know masks are required and everything. It's a it's a compromised experience, right? Like, yeah. It's, I mean, not that the no, the mask part is not even it, but not all the attractions are open, right? Like, that's, yeah. that's a detriment in and of itself. Yes. But, I mean, so on the flip side, not to be all doom and gloom, like, what's good about this is that you can finally be spontaneous in the parks again. You don't have to plan, you know, two months in advance what exactly park you're going to be at I on do what day. I do appreciate that. Which is nice, because now you can just wake up and be like, hmm, what am I going to do today? I don't know. Let me see what fast passes are available. And you can kind of, like, go with the flow as opposed to having, like, Oh, I planned this two months ago, so I have to go on this fast pass that I got for you know, Toy Story Mania, because right. otherwise I'm never gonna ride left. it. Like right. there's none left. So like that was always frustrating. Like I don't know, you kind of got used to it over the years, and I'm sure like everyone will get used to this as it evolves or whatever. If it ever changes, I'm sure they'll like make edits as 
as people complain or not complain about things. But, um, <laughs> God, Rita. But yeah, I, it's, I don't know. I'm interested. I'm, I think that this is, I'm, I'm mostly optimistic about this. I'm mostly happy about it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, really... in all honesty, I'm I'm okay with it. I, you know, am yeah. I gonna miss the fast pass program? Yeah, I, I, I will. Right, like there was yeah. a certain thrill of giving all your tickets to one person and getting fast passes, and then going, you know, and that's oh, even like gone paper now, fast right? I mean, Yeah, yeah, like that's been gone except for Disneyland. So um, Cooper's yeah. really out for blood on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm assuming that like the individual attractions available for purchase, like I'm surprised that Radiator Springs races is on there. Um, just because it's not even like the newest ride at that park, like why wouldn't right. they have called out the Spider-Man ride, for example? Like, I don't know, maybe. Oh, not that, as that well I'm received. pretty sure. Does that use a virtual queue? Uh, it, it might actually. Now that you mention it, okay, yeah. So the virtual queue rides are still going to be free, and like, just you know, you have to get a, a queue spot assigned for the foreseeable future. Um, right. But I don't like what other what other rides would be. I guess individual well ratatouille is going to be virtual queue as well so would like test track be like an individual you'd have to buy something for test track. most likely like that's annoying i don't know yeah it is annoying like so after you I, ride it I, for I free know. you're not going to pay to ride it I, and i'm not going to wait sure <laughs> i'm not going to wait an hour in line for it right so, i don't know we'll see we'll, we'll see how, we'll see how it all out pans out like i'm sure there's a lot of smart people that work at disney that plan all this stuff out yeah. um and i think i think it'll be okay yes but i there's a I lot of the, a lot of critiquing for it yeah, the one, the other side of it that I didn't really imagine. I was like, oh, $15 a day, that's not, that's fine, whatever. Like, that's not bad. But then my sister's like, so I have to pay $75 extra a day? Like, she's considering her whole family. And I'm like, oh. Well, okay, right. Well. Yeah, that is 100% <laughs> true, right? I mean, that, like, that is a little expensive, huh? Right. It is expensive. So, and that's on top of paying whatever, six or $800 that you're paying to get into the park. Yeah. So. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how things shake out. I'm mostly surprised at Disneyland being twenty dollars a day, up from ten for Max Pass. But I guess Disneyland's just always going to be super expensive to try to drive people out. Um, yeah, like, the park's too crowded. So let's jack up the prices right. instead of expanding the walkways. I don't know. I guess it's not possible. But yeah, there's only so much room. There's only so much room, indeed. All right, let's switch gears into gaming. Now that we're fifty minutes into the episode, so oh always have so much to say about so many things. Well, this should be quick. Yes. Get, Skyrim is coming to TI-84 Plus calculators. <laughs> um, yes, if you haven't had enough Skyrim in your life, Skyrim 10th Anniversary Edition has been announced, because why not? Um, this one comes from Engadget. Bethesda is releasing yet another version of Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, this time to celebrate the popular title's 10th anniversary. The Anniversary Edition will be available on PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, PS4, and will be backwards compatible with PS5. Um, it'll drop on November 11th, exactly 10 years after the game was first released in 2011. Um, the anniversary edition also include, or contains the full game, all three expansions. Um, it has enhancements that came out with the special edition that was remastered, uh, or that was which was the remaster that came out in 2016, and also fe- uh, features new uh, mechanics completely, including a fishing mechanic because I guess they saw Animal Crossing and was like we could do that too, as well as 500 pieces of creative creation club content quests dungeons bosses weapons and spells unique to the version um it's interesting i don't know even know what creation club is but i'm assuming it's like official mod probably like the, official the mod community yeah. yeah um very interesting stuff but yeah skyrim yeah, 10th anniversary I, if you're yeah if you're dying whatever. to play that game again no i don't, I don't know I don't, I don't know that anybody is but i'm sure it'll still sell well so 
I'm sure it will. I mean, I liked Skyrim when I played it, but I also was like, okay, next. <laughs> right. Um, one of my coworkers is like, I have thousands of hours in that game. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Good for you. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. People really loved Skyrim, and that's that's good for them. I don't know. I'm happy for them. Hopefully they enjoy the anniversary edition. Right. Good for them. Um, and then I'll just take this one real quick, and we can you can take the Xbox stuff, because that's sure. much more exciting. Um, so Gamescom is currently happening. It actually just started today with the xbox stream which paul will talk about shortly um but there are a bunch of things happening this week unfortunately we won't be able to co-stream the most exciting thing which is opening night tomorrow night um well i say tomorrow night it's gamescom is based in europe uh, so it's night for them but it'll be morning for us and we were actually invited to co-stream it but we can't because it's literally going to be 2 p.m like in the middle of the day we have work unfortunately or fortunately, I guess. I, should, I just should not say unfortunately. <laughs> um, we have work, so we won't be able to co-stream it. Um, but there should be a bunch of other, like, it's kind of a mini E3 or European E3, essentially. So it should be a bunch of other announcements and whatnot um, that we will absolutely share in uh, in Discord. Maybe we'll live tweet. We'll see. We'll see how busy I am tomorrow, or how busy you are, or both of us. Um, but yeah, so the schedule is, we got day one is tomorrow and the opening night. Um, day two is Thursday, day three is Friday, and that wraps up on Friday. So it's all throughout the week. Um, so I'm sure we'll get a bunch of news, and of course we'll cover it in our next episode. Um, but so Xbox's little stream did happen earlier today. Um, you want to take us through the exciting announcements? Yeah. So um, they had their Gamescom conference today, and it, like I didn't watch it, but I caught the highlights like on Twitter and stuff. So yeah. um, it's. Uh, I don't know. There, there was some big stuff. There was some, like, okay stuff. Um, but let's yeah. jump right into it. So this one comes from The Verge uh, that goes through the biggest announcements and trailers from Xbox at Gamescom. So um, perhaps the biggest announcement is xCloud is coming to Xbox consoles this holiday. Uh, so xCloud, the, the cloud-based gaming service, is coming to not only Xbox Series X and S this holiday, but also on Xbox One. Um, so what'll happen is like that'll allow people to stream Game Pass titles before they even downloaded them, but it'll also allow the Xbox One to play next-gen, so to speak, games through the power of the cloud as well. Um, so that's pretty exciting. It'll be cool to see how that actually works uh, once it comes time to uh, once it comes time for execution, which will happen this fall, uh, well this yeah. holiday technically. Um, Forza Horizon Five uh, adds some slick cars. Uh, which includes the 2021 Bronco Badlands and the Mercedes AMG One, um, and it'll also get this really neat-looking controller. Which I meant was like it's a beautiful controller, and then the whole internet's like it looks like piss. Um, so <laughs> it's like it, it does look really nice. It's like a yellow translucent controller with like splattering of like all these different colors on it. It looks really nice. Um, Except for so. once someone said it looks like piss, I'm like, okay, I don't want it anymore. Damn, like what the hell. Yeah, it's like, I can't have nice things. Um, so, no, it, it does look nice. Uh, so, and even The Verge calls it a sick translucent controller. They're right. Um, so, what else? Uh, Game Pass is getting another flood of new titles. Uh, so, they are going to be adding the Humble Bundle, uh, slate, well, a slate of indies from Humble Bundle Game Studio, Humble Games. Um, I don't recognize any of these games, so go off to those that you those of you that may. Um, but I don't I don't recognize any of them. So that's exciting, though. They're all coming to uh, Game Pass on, on day one. So that is pretty yes. cool. Um, oh, do you want to list them out real quick? I have them in front of me. Oh, do you? Yeah, you could. Yeah. 
Um, so obviously there's uh, Age of Empires 4. So these aren't the Humble Bundle ones. Age of Empires 4, Into the Pit, Crusader Kings 3, Psychonauts 2 actually comes out today. Um, and The Gunk. Today, right? Yeah, today. Um, and The Gunk are all coming to Game Pass, which I believe we actually mentioned last episode. But then the Humble indie games are Archvale, vale, uh, Next Space Rebels, Midnight Fight Express, Dodgeball Academia, uh, Bushiden, Flynn, Son of Crimson, Unpacking, Signal Signalis? Unsighted and Chinatown Detective Agency. I like you have not heard of any of these. Um, yeah, I don't really keep up with humble bundles anymore because I feel like at one point I just bought too many. I'm like, this is too many games. I can't do this. But yeah, so this is maybe interesting. Maybe I'll try them. Um, yes, 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 yes. I don't. I doubt you will. But okay. Um, <laughs> I will. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like whenever. No offense to humble game, humble bundle games or whatever, but they've made some really cool games. I think. Like I think that a hat in time they had some you know something to do with that game. Uh, mm. I don't know if they actually like helped develop it or they just published it. But I think they just publish. I don't think they develop. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what any of these games are, but I'd imagine they're going to be very indie like, like where they're going to yeah. be not too long, but like not too short. Yeah, but very, very niche. Yeah, I mean, they're worth a shot if they're free on Game Pass. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of games that are worth shot that are free on Game Pass. I can't find time for them. So, yes, I'm sure I'll find a game for possible garbage. But, um, no, I'm sure they're great games. i got to look them up. I truly have not heard of them. Yes. Um, but, yes. So, okay. What else? Um, we got a closer look at Dying Light 2, which actually looks really cool. Uh, Dying Light 1 was a, lot of, was a lot of fun that I just couldn't get past because I was too scared of it. Um, <laughs> Flight Simulator is getting plenty of updates. Uh, so there's a new racing mode, some historic planes, a world update covering Germany, Switzerland, and Austria, and even the addition of electric air taxis that'll pave the way for helicopters in a future update. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, once again, another game that I've not played any Air of. taxis. That sounds wild. Yeah. Fly above the traffic. Wild. Literally. <laughs> um... So we got another another look at uh, at Age of Empires 4. More more uh, a more granular look at the trebuchet um, that comes out on October 28th to PC, which is uh, coming through Game Pass. Um, we are getting a new action RPG called Stray Blade. Um, that's coming out in 2022, and it's described as a brutal action RPG with intense combat and adventurous exploration. That's such a vague. Um, like you could say that about any game, right? <laughs> like, okay. You really could. Um, you really could, and that so that's coming uh, out in 2022. Um, and then PC strategy game Crusader Kings Three is making its way to consoles with a port for the Xbox Series X and S. Um, and Microsoft says that the UI has been customized to work with the Xbox Wireless controller, including the addition of radial menus, ensuring that none of the depth and detail of the Crusader Kings Three experience has been lost in translation. Um, and it'll be available through Game Pass when it launches. Uh, release date should be announced soon, and the developer paradox is coming to PS5 as well. And if memory serves me right, this game got very good reviews. Um, like, it got a 10 on IGN, I believe. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. I'm, I don't keep yeah. up with strategy games that much, so... I just remember, it, like, it. I remember Logan being like, oh, look, this game's coming to Game Pass, and it's a 10 on PC or whatever. Um, interesting. I'll, I'll double-check that I'm not lying to y'all. Um, Cooper is finally laying on my arm here. and He is uh, snoozing. I love him. He literally grabbed my toe... And pulled on it to like pull it across the room like his toy, and I was like, "No, sir, we're not doing that." Absolutely not. Oh my oh god, my I goodness. thought my toe was gonna die. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it got a ten on IGN masterpiece. When did it come out? 
Uh, August thirty first, twenty twenty. Oh, okay. So it's recent. Well, that's ish. when IGN. That's when IGN reviewed it. So yeah. I imagine it was sometime around then. About a year ago. So cool. I mean, overall, a lot of a lot of big announcements, right? I think that you know the humble bundle announcement, the controller and Forza updates for uh, uh, for Forza Horizon <laughs> Five, um, and the X Cloud coming to not only Xbox One. Oh, excuse me. Not only Xbox Series X and S, but also Xbox One. That uh, will be pretty. Will be pretty cool. Yeah, and that's how we. And it's it's interesting because I think that's how Microsoft will bring Xbox One into the new generation, which would be pretty cool. And continue to sell more Game Pass Ultimate subscriptions. Yes, it is. Now we're officially kind of in PlayStation now competing territory. Once that's on on console, because now. You're, I mean, it's kind of it beats out PlayStation now automatically because you get launch games day and date. On usually they come to cloud as well. I don't right. believe that they're just installs. So that's big, and then you also can get it on Xbox One. Whereas PlayStation now is more so kind of like for legacy games. Like very rarely are there new games coming to PlayStation now, um, which is also a subscription service, and it doesn't include PlayStation Plus, and it's a whole different thing. So I think Sony might have to rethink their strategy a little bit because this is huge. Um, right, but very exciting stuff. Speaking of Sony, I agree. Our last little news item of the day before we before we end the episode. Um, Epic apparently has offered, or offered in the past, I should say, Sony two hundred million dollars to get their first party titles on PC. Um, so this one comes from our IGN. Obviously, since last year, we've talked about this, you know, forever. But uh, Epic Games is in a legal battle with Apple, and when the case is uh argued in May, a lot of information came out during the trial, including Epic offering Sony millions of dollars for to get first-party PlayStation games on a PC. According to the 222-page confidential document shared during the trial, the Fortnite developer offered Sony $200 million to get Sony to put at least four games on PC. Uh, the document notes Epic was waiting for a response from Sony and that the offer was uh, $200 million for four to six titles. Uh, unfortunately, there is not much more information about what the deal or what the deal between Epic and Sony consisted of, and whether or not an exclusivity deal was mentioned to have these PC ports only available on the Epic Game Store. But obviously, it's good to note that um, PC versions of Days Gone and Horizon Zero Dawn, which are both first-party titles, were released on Epic's digital storefront. In addition, to, uh, sorry, Epic's digital storefront, in addition to its competitor Steam, um, so they're available on both. So. We don't know if the deal actually kind of went through or if this is, you know, part of the deal at all or if they were maybe already developing for PC. But $200 million for 46 games? Epic really just be shitting money, huh? <laughs> yeah, they're they're just oh, throwing money around. Like, they, they do not even care. I mean, they have so much money from Fortnite. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, but then you also think about... Well, now I'm thinking about it. Like, I remember hearing Stadia paying, like, $50 million for some games to be on Stadia. So it's not unheard of. To pay that amount of money to get games on your platform, but like, that's wild. That's a wild offer. Yeah, I I'm sure. I mean, well, the whole thing with Stadia, they got no return on investment there because nobody <laughs> bought into Stadia. True. So it's uh, yeah. Yeah, Stadia. I remember being so excited for that. I was like, wow, this is the future, and then it still mm-hmm. didn't pan out. You were really shaken up by that. You were like, wow, this is gonna be amazing. It's fine. Xbox will do it better, realistically, when it comes to like cloud streaming, because it's already on the console. Like, right? I mean, you got your target well, audience. It's right yeah. there. Right. Right. So. I think that they're doing a lot of different things with uh, with cloud streaming. Like they're making existing games look better on older hardware, which you're leveraging like the power of the cloud, literally, yeah, to make a system from I don't even know how many years ago 
look like it's something that is, you know, from this year. Yeah. So it'll be really, really cool to see um, how that all pans out. But Bang. we shall see. Right now, like, you know, mobile and playing xCloud games on you know, PC and other systems is neat. And then we'll see that tie into the whole, you know, dongle and stuff like that. So it'll be uh, it'll be super cool. Yes. I am excited. Very cool stuff. But yeah. All right. I think that is about it for us. With the Funcast episode 124, Cooper said, it's time to go to sleep. And Paul said, I agree. You know, see it in your eyes. Really, yeah, he is, he is, uh, he is sleeping. <laughs> Finally. He sure He's is in sleeping. like crazy mode before. He's like, rah, rah, rah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> He's oh so funny. Ugh, to be a puppy. No cares in the world. Just oh sleeping, gosh. playing, eating. I love that. All right. Well, I think we'll end the audio recording. This has been Paul and Ahmed with the Funcast. Signing off. Peace.